those guys. It's been all year like that. We've had a lot of adversity, a lot of people doubted us. Uh, resiliency, perseverance, the huddles were great. And Luke Minlundi, our senior, put us on our back for a stretch, got everyone else going, and everyone rose to the occasion. Couldn't be prouder of these guys. Love them to death, and uh, it's a special group. Yeah, you talked about that, you know, resiliency all season long with the way this season started. What kind of pride do you and this team take in finishing off like this, a trip to the NCAA tournament? We wouldn't want any other way. Down big, everybody again doubting us. We, we just have a chip on our shoulder, and, and I think it showed today, and I'm just so proud of them. It really hasn't hit home yet, but I love my staff. Chris Reynolds, our AD, my whole family, everybody that supported us through the good and bad. Uh, it's just been a great ride, and it's going to keep going. The Missouri Valley has won a game in the NCAA tournament for seven straight years. You're going to need those red shoes in a few oh, weeks. I think I think I'm. A, oh, I, I, look, I think I. Uh, I think I'm going to tore a hole in them today too. But it was a it was a great game and just so proud of our group. And that's what we do. We're a defensive rebounding team, and finally the offense started to click for us. But we stayed the course. We stayed calm. Um, guys challenged each other, and we rose to the challenges. We all we need. That's pretty good stuff. That was a pretty good weekend for yeah, everybody. Yeah, great return home. You know, I didn't see one fire wardle sign at that rally. How? Huh? What happened? Dr. Chris Reynolds, the athletic director of Bradley University. Chris, yeah. buddy. You get any sleep? Are y'all, Did you get any sleep? How y'all doing this morning? We're great. I'm doing great. <laughs> I slept very well last night. I bet you did, man. I tell you what, there's that moment. You know it because you were in it, that moment where uh, you and uh, Brian – uh, hugged each other at the, on the court there. Uh, that was a good picture. That was a good thing. That felt good, didn't it? Well, it was the culmination of the past four years and all the experiences, the challenges, and he and I have been in the foxhole, and um, unless you're there, you just really don't know. And um, and we've all had those experiences in our life right. um, where – it didn't look good, didn't feel good, but you just continue to encourage each other, keep your head up, stick to the plan, stay the course. And, um, you know, the relationship I have with Brian is really special from day one. And um, we just never, ever stop believing. Yeah, you know, you, you're a player and you've been through this. You've played on teams who go through this. Uh, you know, it, everything isn't all roses. And that is where, as a player, as a coach, you find character. You don't find character when things are going well. You find character in adversity. Absolutely. And and one of the things that I talk a lot about to all of our 225 student-athletes, and I remind them and I remind our alums that we are um, focused on building and developing the leaders of tomorrow. And what I'm most grateful for regarding the experience yesterday is that for the next 40, 50 years, our student athletes on that court will never forget that. Right. And so if you're on a job and they're working on a project with a team and they're having challenges, they'll remember yesterday and they'll be able to tell their, uh, their, their, their employees that they're working with. They'll be able to remind themselves that, you know what, I've been up against it before, but if I just continue to persevere, 
fight, work hard, things are going to work out. Yeah, they can say they can say uh, Greg Gumbel on CBS made fun of us for only having 15 points. I'm not kidding you. I was like, Greg, back that off just a second. Uh, they'll be back in a minute. They'll be all right. But he uh, 15 points at the halftime of a, a championship game is unusual. And to to come back from that, and to come back from a season, Chris, that you know, I didn't go where everybody was thinking at the beginning. Um, that all of that is amazing. Well, you use the word unusual, and it was certainly a different type of year. Um, but as I expressed yesterday when I was talking to Dave Reynolds, as a man of faith, you know, we certainly give glory to God and we honor Him for the opportunity um, that we've been given. Um, but all these experiences and, and what happened on yesterday, um, because it is faith exemplified and hope and belief. You're down 18 points, and them boys just never gave up. Coaches never gave up. Our fans were behind us, and to see it in the way it did, it was tremendous. You know, I said this in the pregame. It kind of reminded me, in the Sweet 16 uh, season, I was in Chuck Bisher's office. He was an assistant for Jim Les. And we had just lost on the road to a not a very good Indiana State team. And I'm like, oh, I was lamenting. He goes, look. He goes, look. It's there. It's there. I goes, one game. We're going to turn around. They won 7 of 10, went to the Sweet 16. Yeah, yeah. And Brian Warder was saying that all year. He goes, man, if we just we hit shots in practice, if they start going in in a game, look out, right. and that's what happened. i tell you what really excited me. And if I would have told people this, I don't know if they would have believed me. Um, but we had lost our fifth game in a row. The next day, I go to practice. I see our coaches positive, encouraging our young men. I see our young men, they were practicing so hard, but it was a positive belief. Um, they just stuck to the foundation, the basics, the principles, everything they've been taught. But those young men never wavered. Our coaches never wavered. And when I saw that, and I've been seeing it for four years, that's the thing. I mean, this didn't just start today. Right. It didn't start two months ago. It's been like that for four years. It's just been a steady grind, and um, and there's been a consistent faith and belief um, that we're going to continue to move forward. And so to see the young men rewarded, to see the coaches rewarded, to see our fans rewarded, um, you know, going from five wins to 13 wins to 20 wins last year and to see what has happened this year is truly special. I like There's two things. One, I like uh, Coach Wardle said uh, – uh, you know, we thought we were going to win these games. So uh, everybody else was like, oh, my gosh, you won. Yeah, we thought so. I mean, you, you, that's the attitude you just described a minute ago, a positive, forward-facing attitude. Now, i got to ask you this, uh, Dr. Reynolds, before we uh, let you go. What happens now? Because are you part of the selection committee, or is, is that something that is public knowledge? What is the story on that? Yes, it is public knowledge. Uh, last spring, about this time last year, I was appointed to the 10-person uh, Division I NCAA Men's Basketball Committee. And so uh, starting tomorrow morning, I'll be flying out to New York and uh, we'll be sequestered in a conference room um, until Selection Sunday. And so um, it's been an extraordinary process. Um, again, that process didn't start yesterday or today. Sure. Um, it started back in October. 
And uh, so we've been following the the teams around the country, and it's been a tremendous process. What happened? uh, You have to leave the room, though, right? When when the discussion comes up of Bradley and where it's seated, do you have to recuse yourself? That's correct. What is, uh, I don't know if this is even a fair question, so if you tell me you don't want to speculate, I honor that. But but what likely would be uh, the seed for Bradley? It's something I shouldn't talk about. Okay, okay. Um, that's not something you should. Okay, you know, uh, I don't want to put you. I'm not going to. You know, you here's what you do though: when you leave the room, go. Yes, I will leave the room. But remember, the Valley has won <laughs> seven straight first round games. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> that's very exciting, though. I mean, uh, uh, and so selection Sunday, and I just want to make clear this too for us casual fans: there's the 64, and then there's the four playing uh, teams, right? Yeah, there's the 60, yeah. so it's 68. But because right. of the, the nature of the Missouri Valley tournament and the way it's it locked in, we're in the 64, right? right? We're in the yeah. 64. Well, again, those are things I shouldn't talk about. Okay, yeah. all right, okay, all right. Well, I'm sorry. But yeah, it, I didn't mean to put you on a spot there. But uh, automatic qualifiers usually are, okay, in the are usually in the 64. Those last okay. four are the last four gotcha. in that are at large. Gotcha. That's how the rule of thumb has okay. been in the past. I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, here's what I know. Uh, it's been a remarkable lesson for a lot. I had a coach of one of my uh, son, or my youngest son uh, send me a note yesterday and said, I hope Justice learns some lessons from Adilo and these kids who never gave up. And it, for, never those, up. for those young never people. But for those young people, that what a great lesson to watch right before their very eyes. And development, getting better towards the end of the yeah. season. Luke Monlundy coming on, Ja'Shawn yeah. Henry, Luke Von Bray showing defense and rebounding when he's been a three-point shooter. And all those players well, stepping Nate, up in various roles. Nate, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chris, one last reflection. The different players who stepped up at different times. It's amazing. You know, and it, it's a trite saying, but it's true. The whole is greater than the sum of its parts. And it's really about culture. I mean, culture and character prevailed yesterday. And... Um, it was always somebody stepping up, a play here, play there. I mean, it's just Sean Henry grabbing a rebound, a loose ball. It's um, Daryl Brown understanding his role and, and having confidence in his teammate. I mean, there were just so many little things that you can pull from, but at the end of the day, it's culture. And um, it's what you instill in young people, and, and you hope, again, it carries on for the rest of their yeah, lives. Yeah, and, and uh, my coach once told me, he goes, I don't care how bad you feel. I don't care if you think life is unfair. I don't care what mood you're in. You still got to get up and check the box every day. There's still stuff to do yeah. every day. And that and you just, every day you have to keep working. Now, I can't think of a story in a long time, and I don't mean to be overdramatic, that transcends the sport, transcends the sport more than this story. This one yeah. really does. Yeah. It really, it really, it spills out into the regular life, for sure. All right, Chris. And lastly, if I could yeah. just say, yes, I just please. want to also thank, uh, you know, our board trustees, um, you know, President Roberts, uh, and and also, and and last but certainly not least, uh, Brian Wardle. Um, it, it's about hiring people that can lead and and letting them do their job. Um, and when parents, they drop off their 17 and 18 year old kids, um, it's important for me to bring coaches to campus that I would want my son to play for, or my daughter to play for. 
And Brian Wardle stands for all the right things. And I really appreciate him. I appreciate Leisha and his family. And um, are just ex- I'm just ecstatic about what they've done here over the past four years. Well, try to keep your smile to a minimum on the plane because they might have a problem with that. They might think you're up to something, but yeah. enjoy every second of this uh, as you head off into what you have to do for uh, March Madness. We appreciate your time this morning, Dr. Reynolds. Thank you for the opportunity, guys. It's always great to talk to you. You know, what we didn't mention that was amazing was the end of the Loyola game, 38, how many seconds were left. We had, I think it was 38 after Daryl Brown traveled. We're up two. We had only two fouls. Oh, yeah. The fact that they were aware enough to keep fouling and keep fouling and eating up the clock. Yeah, that that, was, that, that won the game. Yeah. It really did. That yeah. was amazing. Yeah, man. that was great. Yeah. All right. Well, this makes me warm and fuzzy. <laughs> I know it's basketball, but it's bigger than basketball. Yeah. It's, and, and nobody explains that better than Chris Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Nobody. He knows. He's a basketball guy. He yeah. loves basketball. Yeah. But he knows it's bigger than that. Mm-hmm. And that's why this is super cool.